Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Welcome to my show, AKA Pads Audio with Dacity Podcast. I'm AKA Pad, sometimes AKA Pad 69, and the other monikers, the pop culture Pope, the world sketchbook champion, the eclectic one, your spicy taco, roast beef sandwich, monster mash. It goes on and on. So we're talking the Warriors, and why, why are we talking a, an old movie from 1979? I was like, roughly one years old when uh, this movie came out. Who knows? I could have just been, maybe my parents lied. I could have still been in the belly, whatever. So it's an old movie. Why do I care about an old movie? Well, this movie, you, the one thing you have to understand, this movie was legit down the memory hole. I mean, point of no return. And then it turned up. Like, this is part of the history to you. Like, this, you only get this here. This is why you listen for anecdotes and history lessons like this. The hip-hop world, the hip-hop community, Yo! MTV Raps, or what later became MTV Rap something, something, something. You guys, you guys follow me, right? I hope you do. The hip hop guys, the hippity hoppers, are the ones that found this movie, latched on to it, connected to it, saw it as their voice, same as Scarface, the Brian De Palma movie, also a masterpiece. And they blew it up. And then it slowly became t shirts, unlicensed. And then it became licensed material. And then Rockstar Games did, uh, I believe it was Rockstar, I'm going off memory here. Video game, comic book prequel, all uh, action figures. And now it's a regular product. You can buy the Warriors Halloween costumes. You can buy the Warriors vest. Now, we got to do a little, we got to do two shout-outs. Saul Yarman, that's who wrote the book that this is based on. And the book is the Coney Island Dominators. That's they the book was called The Warriors. The Warriors are not the Warriors in this book. They're they're the Coney Island Dominators. Really cool book. I have a second book by him that I haven't read that I found at the used bookstore. And then we have Walter Hill who is still working the guy's like a million years old. He makes nothing but good movies. Some better, some like, you know, there, but they're all there. They're all gritty. They all have, there, there's like, you know, there's like a grit. There's a, there's like a, you can touch them because they're all similar. You can touch these movies. Writer, director, producer, fantastic writer. We can just go down some of the ones that I like. These are movies that he's either written and or written and directed or directed. Okay. 1973. We're going to start 1972. I'm sorry. The Getaway. 73. Macintosh Man. 75. Two great ones. Hard Times, A Drowning Pool. 79. The Warriors. Another good one. 1980. Long Riders. 1982. 48 hour, 84, Streets of Fire, one of the best, 85, The Forgotten, one of the best, Brewster's Millions, 86, Story for Aliens, how awesome is that, 
Not the director, not the producer, but story. Blue City, also. 1988, Red Heat. 1990, Another 48 Hours, great sequel. He's behind the Alien franchise. Wrote the Getaway remake. Directed Geromino. Directed, wrote Wild Bill. Last Man Standing. Kurosawa remake starring Bruce Willis in the 1930s. Awesome. 2000, the one disaster from this guy, Supernova. I still cannot finish watching that movie. The highly underrated 2002 Undisputed. The highly underrated 2012 Sylvester Stallone Bullet to the Head. I haven't seen the assignment. 2016 Dead for a Dollar to be announced. He's he's already looks like that's in post-production according to Wikipedia. Alien Resurrection. I mean, it's uh, Demon Knight. Alien, producer only, Prometheus, producer only, Alien Covenant, all the Alien movies he's behind. Deadwood, HBO. This guy is a, a mastermind. He's my type of dude. Career creator. So, I there was a time. I talk about this blackout period in my life. And there was a time where I really only had like two DVDs. I remember... Might have been three or four, but I remember having a DVD of the director's cut of the Warriors that had a god awful, <laughs> god awful animated intro, and it spoke about the origins of the story, which was just the Spartan Three Hundred. So this animated intro retold the the Three Hundred story, and it went into the movie and. I would just watch it and rewatch it. And, and the other one was Martin Scorsese's The Aviator. And I just had a portable DVD player at one time. And and that really was all of my entertainment. And that's at that point, uh, I just latched on to this idea. I get, I, like, I, I don't know if you can tell. Like, I'm almost, like, tearing up talking to you about it because what I saw in The Warriors, I saw in myself. I saw... With the Joe Walsh song. With, with your back up against the wall. And just the way how this movie ends. With everyone kind of coming back home. Going into the sunset. And also this was another movie. Highly connected to with my father and me. We quoted the Warriors as much as we quoted Dune 1984. And. You know, Ajax, there's a line in this movie where one of the characters, Ajax, tells one of the Furies, which people mistakenly call the Bat Boys. They're like the kiss-colored, war, uh, you know, street gang. They're they're baseball players, but they wear kiss makeup. But Ajax tells one of those guys he's going to stick a bat up, up his ass and make a popsicle out of him. My father and I loved the Ajax character. Yeah, so... You know, I was, I was just like working in Philly. I was off of a breakup with my girlfriend. A really tough breakup. And this movie and The Aviator were just the right things I needed to absorb while pretty much like having nothing, rebuilding my life. You know, and, and, and keep in mind, uh, I never felt like I couldn't do it again or come back or like get back on my feet. It was never like that level of like desperate. But it was a good exercise 
to go through to actually like feel some of it you know like you kind of have to go through failure and pain to feel it and you know like these guys in this movie it's like a one night type movie because they have to go from like you know Manhattan or wherever back to Coney Island and everyone's chasing them and it's like they're going through like a similar pain a chase a struggle uh they're fighting like you know like for every single like granite block that they're trying to make their way back to they go to the trains the trains are on fire uh they go here this gang's waiting for them these people are trying to help them no they're venus flytrap they're tricking the warriors it's the warriors break up some of them die you know we 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 thin the herd as the movie goes on and this movie is it's there and holy crap like it's so much like when you watch escape from new york where you kind of wish the movie to be on a bigger budget but at the same time it shouldn't be on a bigger budget because it wouldn't be the same and it would be drastically different it would be uh it would be um thwarted you know and then you're like oh well maybe that hopefully they can remake it <laughs> and do the same stuff and just like you know give us some more like more things to look at and give us modernize the cast and the and you know these are the reasons why i'm for remakes because it 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 modernizes the piece modernizes some of the ideas some some of this is good some of it's bad okay it, it, it it's case by case yeah so that's why i'm thankful for this movie because it's one of the few movies that legit kind of like gave me a strength in the direction when i really felt like it wasn't there but once I honed in on it, I never let go. And that's why I'm thankful for, for the Warriors. I'm thankful for, for Walter Hill, Michael Beck, who uh, starred in this movie, also from Xanadu. Uh, always mention Xanadu whenever you, you can when you do a uh, movie discussion. But look, everyone, thanks, Flicking. It's a wrap. Another successful year. <laughs> Tomorrow's Turkey Day. Enjoy it. Remember don't ignore everything thanksgiving is about your family and friends and and you pay thank you to these people because you know like even if you have no place to go you may not realize there's people in your life that wish you were there okay so yeah and, and there's there's been a couple of years where where i know where to go <laughs> Uh, I feel like wanted in many different avenues, but this, this is one of the holidays and this is why we do it. Everything tanks. No one listens to thanks flicking, like swear to God, every single year I struggle to build a lineup or get a direction or get an idea. Uh, not enough thanks, Thanksgiving movies, but I feel like if I'm going to do Christmas, you have to do Thanksgiving. It's all of this stuff. So gearing up, we're going to be doing cinemas. And then we're, you know, I got some things to catch up on. Maybe Hawkeye Thoughts, maybe Mo2 Revelations from Netflix. Uh, there, There is a lot of stuff on Netflix to go through. I still have to try and chip away at the HBO Max rollout. The new Bond, Venom 2 just became available today on demand. So it's this stuff, okay? We're going to get there. We're going to get through it uh, pretty soon. Uh, you know, we're going to be discussing... The road to 500 maybe because uh we're we're like 70 something episodes away how exciting is that but everyone through this 
Uh, really, I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful that there's enough traction. We have enough listeners on all the platforms that incentivizes me to, you know, lose sleep, to stress over this podcast, to obsess over other people's shows, trying to make my show better. I love you all and thank you.